It's in the field radio, y'all. Everything's real in the field. On 91.3 FM, WVKR. In the Field Radio on 91.3 FM, WBKR, in Poughkeepsie, Independent Radio. I am the Lady D. It's a beautiful Sunday evening, or Monday evening, by the time you hear this. And uh, I feel good. I made it through the Mercury retrograde, I believe. Uh, and things are starting to look a little better for me because it was it, it's been rough it has been really rough for no reason so literally things started happening to me as far as like money and my car and just technology things and I was sitting at home like what is going on there's something wrong here there's bad juju going on and I say this to Aaron, and she's like, you know, Mercury is in retrograde. I usually don't care about that stuff. Like, I know that I'm a Taurus, and I know, like, the signs of people I date and are friends with. And that's kind of as far as it goes for me. Um, so I'm like, cool. I look it up. I look it up, y'all. And when it started is when the issue started. And then it ended on the third. That's when stuff started getting better. So I'm a little spooked out about it. So I pull up this uh, article from the post about it. And I'm a Taurus. My birthday is May 13th. So apparently the retrograde is, is heavily within the earth signs or what have you. I didn't even know I was an earth sign. I don't know. But anyway, when it comes to my finances, I love to always come out on top. This is accurate. Except for during a retrograde, it'll be prodding me where it hurts. Confusion around money, income, checks of your job is sure to pop up. That's what happened. I was like waiting to be paid out for things that I wasn't paid out for. And it was just a whole mess. And I was trying to get it together. And then, you know, when I got paid out for it on the third, on the third, the last day of that foolishness. But I was stressed out. And then technology, my car starts acting crazy. And I just spent a bunch of money like on the car, you know, keeping it running, keeping it good or what have you. So I don't have these problems. And then the car turns off while I'm at work. And I have to have it towed and things. And I get my car back on the third also. And it ends up being like some little silly issue. Like the battery terminal was loose or something. Like it wasn't even a huge deal, but it was a mess. The whole retrograde, I was like walking to work. But listen, while I have to walk to work, I'm standing in my kitchen I bend down, I stand up, and my knee like gets thrown out. So now I have to walk to work in pain also. It, it was just it, it was just one thing after the other. 
they mention uh, communication breakdowns, you know, like are people receiving the message you're trying to give? I get into an argument with my significant other, which usually doesn't happen. And we get into this whole argument and it was really a huge miscommunication. And I'm like, oh my God, it's really happening. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know if anybody else has experiences like that, but I did for the first time. I mean, that was worth mentioning. Um, and I'm glad it's over. I did take some time to think and evaluate things, which is what I guess you're encouraged to do. Um, but no, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I, I don't know why all of a sudden it's a thing. Like, I, I feel like this is recent, the retrograde of the planet, like people talking about it and, and actually being fearful of it in the past what maybe three years it's become a thing like what was happening before that i don't know maybe we just didn't know about it or realize it i have no idea but it's a thing now it's a real thing i i admit it i feel like i haven't talked to you guys in a while we had to re-air some episodes some things didn't get played i have no idea what's going on but we got to work it out. But what I do want to share with you is that we've added another day of the week here on WVKR. So in addition to Monday nights at 10 p.m., you can hear In The Field Radio on Thursday nights at 11 p.m. And don't forget, we still got the podcast whenever you want. You know, wherever you listen to podcasts, look up In The Field Radio. You can you can listen to a bunch of interviews and stuff. We don't get to play music there, but you can hear us talk. And we're going to start recording separate podcast episodes that are, I guess, explicit, if you will, where we're not under the ruling thumb of the FCC and things. So look out for that because I'm excited about it. So without further ado... I'm going to get into some music. I do actually have an interview with Senior G and Trek the Classic to air for you guys. Something short and sweet, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'll be back to close it on out. In the Phil Radio, 91.3 FM, Lady D. I missed y'all. I'll be right back. Hey, are you thinking about starting your own podcast? Well, you can stop overthinking it because the hardest part is actually getting started. And that's where Buzzsprout comes in. Buzzsprout makes it easy to launch your podcast and has already helped over 100,000 people just like you start and grow their own podcast. With Buzzsprout, you can have your show listed on all major platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. You'll get a great looking podcast website audio players you can embed on other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Stop waiting. Start your own podcast today and get a $20 Amazon gift card. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes below. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and it helps support our show. I'm Aaron Boogie and I'm here with Senior G, the music industry's holy trinity. Your boy Trek the Classic, your neighborhood local teamster. Without giving you a whole dissertation, um, Senior G is very Googleable. Senior like your last year in high school, space bar, G-E-E, return key. 
um, and everything is pretty much there. But to give you a brief schematic synopsis, um, I am the creator and founder of New Age Hip Hop Music, which is 100% profanity-free, mostly vulgar-free music. We believe in vocabulary here. It's been around for two decades. Um, I'm an engineer, producer, um, artist, and writer, um, entrepreneur, uh, father, friend, uplifter, and leader. Do you feel pressure to be social media savvy as artists? Nah, I mean to an extent, but nah. Like this, this is this is where it's at. Like uh, the whole interview conversation type. You know, you post uh, on Instagram and things like that, but for me, not really. I mean, I think it doesn't hurt. No, yeah, it doesn't hurt. Well, it doesn't hurt, but even still, you know, with everything that's going on, especially nowadays, you know, knowledge is infinite. You know, you can never, you can never be too old or too young to to learn anything. And I think as long as you're willing to keep the will to learn up front as what your main talent should be, you really shouldn't have any trouble getting to wherever it is that you're trying to go. With anything that you're trying to do with your I'm life, with you with that, but, um, but on the, along with that, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say on the other side of that, I also feel like there's certain things that like you can do, but you might not be good at. So even though you can fumble your way through it, like you have to understand that sometimes you need to just ask for help and get, have not, a professional yeah, take care it. of it. Yeah, no, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just it just depends. Not everybody people have that mindset. But their reality doesn't allow them to apply that mindset. So a lot of people are forced because of their reality and their drive to do it on their own. And I think those individuals, I think those individuals, I've been there. um, I'm there with you. Yeah, 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 you you know, you know, people are forced to, to do everything. And then the ones that have the availability to get it bringing the professionals that's great and then you have the ones that's got everything but no talent yeah, no. whatsoever oh they just God. got money and board. Hard, hard work and money beats million talent. dollar mixing board and your music sounds like we clicking oh bottles together like the intro to craig mack or something not only that it, it could be a combination all these variables can be involved but the most important one out of any of them no matter how it any of them may fall short as long as the consistency part is there it is not going to matter if you being consistent with putting out hot garbage with it, it it's a lot of that and mainstream re- commercial radio it is hot you're gonna get a garbage take away the beats because that's what you like yeah take away the beats and just play i dare i dare any commercial radio station that i have vested interest in from new york city whether it be hot 97 105 doesn't matter they all work for me i dare any one of them to have a segment where they play just acapellas of these new records and let's listen to what these people are actually saying and let's and let's let's have that let's have let's let's have this conversation after that. No, but let's not do that because that sounds like a horrible time. No, no but but <laughs> it needs to commercial. It, it needs to, it, no, I'm just saying the reason why I'm saying it. This is me speaking as all right. Look, the difference between rap slash hip hop and then new age hip hop. Like okay, Listen, let's just get let's get the beats out. No, you know what that reminds me of is that when um when they dropped the 36 Chambers extended and that it has the acapella to cream on it. Like what, you can what, listen to the acapella yes. cream and still be like that's a vibe. And you can make itself. your own beat up in your head. And you can 
but you are still time. rapping along like you know that beat that beat is timeless timeless right but that song that acapella is timeless like you feel oh and it's God. almost like you feel his words without that beat it's almost it's more like poetry it's spoken word you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could... It resonates so much crazy. I mean, look, I get it. There's a hood everywhere. Absolutely. You know, there's a trap house everywhere. They're not saying anything that's unheard of and hasn't been done already. I just think that they're they're, they're so content. No, they're so content and comfortable, they become lazy. And that's why why they're building more penitentiaries than YMCAs. But what do you think about content, too? Because some of those rappers... Be become rappers and then become gangsters because that's what their content is, and so they feel like they have to live up to that. Versus, like, when gangsters were rappers initially, it was because that's what they were going through, and hip hop was therapy for them. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm old school, so you know, you got you got to be careful what you say. But mm-hmm. what I will say is, gang, real gangsters don't kill innocent people, real gangsters kill who needs to be killed, and there's a lot of innocent babies. <laughs> dying for no reason because of a plan that was put into place over three decades ago and you got a lot of these rappers that's got a lot of common denominators to them a lot of them come from broken homes a lot of them come from the male figure being incarcerated for making a lot of challenge for making the choices of, no, but this is the common denominator. Oh, and this is what's game. not yeah. talked about. This is what's not talked about. So as a young man coming up, it's like, oh, my mom's doing everything. Nah, I'm going to make sure my mother never have to do this. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. And they all fall into this trap of the music that was being portrayed to them when they were children. Right? Yeah, yeah. What they wanted to be. And there was nobody coming out and correcting it and saying, "No, this is just entertainment. Don't do that because if you do this, this is this is what's going to happen." And then they're only doing it where they feel comfortable. So now let me ask you this: So Drewski came out and he said that he was no longer going to play disc records or gang records. Drewski, okay. So what do you think about that? Because he's he Uh, was he's really talking about the violence um, happening in the drill scene. It's my thing. It doesn't matter, in my opinion, if the drill scene was here or not. The talking of the violence in the lyrics, it's it's still going to be there. It's just going to be on something different. Like, we went from being innovative and creative to a bunch of all right you the know same what cookie let, me cutter. Just, let me just yeah like so then were you a fan of like when jay-z did the lincoln park album and like those sorts of movies i mean too? it was it, it was cool you know super different it was i like i like the principles behind them behind the records to be fair i like that no, i don't necessarily as a producer and then as an engineer i'm not i can i can honestly say i don't particularly care the way that it was applied but there was still a good end result you know and i'm saying that you know from a from an engineering point of view from an artistic point of view like i said you know i i I like the way the the principles of how it came about is concerned i just think that it could have been applied a little differently but again i'd rather play plan for zombies take my frustrations out 
on some building. <laughs> well, no, not even that. You know, it, I, I know that I could go. I could go online and and take my frustrations out from dealing with the the having the zero tolerance for stupidity from the individuals that we see daily or, or we got to interact with whenever we doing what we need to do, yeah. and I don't have to worry about risking my freedom. It's therapy. Yeah. So it is it's therapy. That's that's why we we hardcore gamers. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys play? I'm all first. Plans for zombies in Fortnite. Well, he, he plays Apex. Apex Legends, mm-hmm. all the Call of Duties. I'm literally still on Super Nintendo. I have one of those. Yeah, my Super Nintendo like, is hooked have... up. Don't get it twisted. Killer Instinct, Yoshi's Island, Tetris 2. I'm a big Super Street Mario. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I have every system still in the closet. I still have to blow like in the cartridge. Yo, can we shout out Super game Nintendo, game. though, for not breaking down? Because I don't know how many PlayStation 2s I don't went through. Man, the thing just No, my play- no, no, no. no. I, 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 you, uh, well, spin. the spin of death. Okay. Okay. I, let me stop. Right there. My Both my PlayStation 2s. The fat back one, the original one. <laughs> Big booty. The, yeah. Purchased that and let me see. Tons. He's so yeah, purchased that 23 years ago. Still works. I lost count of how many times I took it apart and cleaned it with alcohol and Q-tips, but it still works. And then I had to get the skinny one because you know it came out with the, 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 little, the, slim, skinny, yeah, the slim. little slim one because one of the games that I used to use for production. Yeah, but yeah, yep, some new age hip hop tracks were produced on a PlayStation world. That, that game right with the with the, the yeah the funk little... funk flex had a game. No. What? I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. Funk Flex had a game. I still have a, a PlayStation 2. Funk Flex had a game. Somewhere. Purple 1, 2, 3, and 4. And you was able to make beats on that. Magic's Music Maker. That's what it was called. That was on PlayStation 1. You was able mm. to make beats on PlayStation 1 back in the days. And where you was able to put the game in. And when you got to a certain point, you opened it up, you took the game out, and you could put a regular CD in there that had the sample on it. Then you would sample Rock Band. That's what it into was. the game. Funk Flex had a game out. Another, another company had a game out, and you was actually able to produce real, actual tracks on the PlayStation. I'm learning to convert into the newest style of production because when I originally started producing it was on an MP mm-hmm. you know and not and, and not even the 2000 XL I had an MP I got the MPC 60 actually one that I owned the Mark II I had got from Rogue Music in, in um, Manhattan and Shut this one this particular model Barley Ball and them had in Queensbridge and it produced it produ- I actually own a piece of hip hop they produce symphony with it mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a couple other beats that they use from power play studios i and i took very care of it very good care of it that is still it's still it's missing the whatchamacallit knob but you know it still works so i'm old like old school and then got getting into the whole thing with then producing on the tv and that was years ago the beginning of the 2000s and stuff but i knew once I saw it and I had good enough headphones that I was able, I did need a TV to see where I was in the track. 
and then recorded into Pro Tools that back then the old Fatback iMacs with the big the big TVs or we had the G4 towers. I still that have one in my basement. That, that looked like they used to look like um, freaking Jolly Rancher rappers. Yes. <laughs> Those yes. Macs. Yeah, that you know. Those were dope though. Yeah, but the the processing really wasn't all that great, you know. But at but at the same cool time, it, it, hell yeah, it was a cool color. You know what I'm saying? It was a cool color. Hell yeah, it was a cool color. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, we just used what what we had. Yeah. And I'm I, I was never you know never never ungrateful for what 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 whatever it was that it has. But now it's like yeah, I was kind of forced to keep up with the Joneses so to speak but it's like I don't have the latest operating system but I'm, I'm still you know I'm using Logic now I'm getting learning more into the, getting into Logic as far as the production is concerned and then and then you know um, trying to learn that and it's been a learning curve because after using Pro Tools for 20 plus years it's like okay well now now I gotta now I gotta go relearn this and then it goes back to what I said earlier. I think as long as you keep your main talent, the ability to learn up front, regardless of whatever it is that you know we wanna do creatively, as long as we put that first, whatever it is that we think you know we do it on it'll happen that much faster. But as far as the artist though. Every day you should be practicing. When you're not doing, when you're not doing what it is you feel you should be doing, like say for example, if you're a producer, you're not making the beat right then and there, then you should be practicing your mind how you're going to be doing arrangement. So therefore, when you actually get there, you can just be creative and to get the application is different now because you practiced it already. So now for the artistry. I tend to go through the song, sing the song, you know, and then make certain movements, work on breath control. That's a big thing that you see a lot of artists out of breath on stage. Don't do that. Well, because, uh, you know, there, they're because so, there isn't, so it, no, that's not it, what it is. There isn't any artist development. There is no one coming in and saying, hey, look. You're talented, but you could be so much more if you did this. And instead of the recipient on the other end of the statement being like, nah, I'm good. I got it. Look at my numbers. This is what I'm doing. And just being more receptive and saying, well, okay. Come show me. Humble yourself. Come show yeah. me. Because everybody needs help. You're not too good to I, You know, and, like, I'm somebody who can literally put a record out on his own. Mm-hmm. Literally. From like, I don't need from, from beginning to end and yep. put it out. Mark, do the graphics, every everything. And I still need help. Right. Everybody needs help. I just think that... No, I agree. You know, us as artists... Humble yourselves a little more, you know, to the point like, you know what, maybe instead of recording, maybe I should stand up and actually use my diaphragm instead of lying to myself and to the people sitting down doing the performance. Because when I actually have to do a performance on stage, I'm going to run out of breath. When we're doing recording, like there's no punch-ins allowed in New Age Hip Hop. 
There's no, there is no punch-ins allowed in new age hip-hop. It be in the digital era now, and it, so you got more than 24 tracks on two-inch tape. There is no excuse now why you cannot write out a vocal where you can break it up and then put whatever else you need on the ad-lib track. Why are you lying to yourselves and to the people trying to deliver a perfect performance that in re reality you could never do? With all the puns. With all the... No, now now I'm talking as an artist, I'm talking as an engineer, and I'm talking <coughs> as a producer. Well, and why are artists lazy now? And, like, they'll go out and perform over their track, and then they're basically oh, ad-libbing. Like, you're doing your ad-libs live. Put mm. that on blast. But but it was on blast before that. That just highlighted that it. That highlighted it. Like. But it, need, but it's, it needed to be... It needed to be highlighted. Like, yes, I think did. that's garbage. Especially, like, as a consumer, if I'm going to see somebody live. I want to see you live. I want, yeah. And if you don't sound live, remotely close to what you sound recorded, then we have a problem. We have a problem. I mean, because now you're an industry plant, you're manufactured, you actually have no talent. Get out of my ears. The way she's saying it, though. No, it's true. It's like, that's how I feel I about it. I mean, and you'd be surprised, like, some of the artists that have, like, these weird voices that you think is totally manufactured, manufactured, and you go see them live and they sound exactly how they sound recorded. Like, the first time I, I heard Young Jeezy, like, I was surprised that how much that man's voice actually sounds like that in real life like he really sounds like that worst performance oh. i've ever seen in my life because it was him and 200 dudes standing on a stage not doing nothing so it was like really boring but <laughs> no showmanship no well and he opened up for little wayne in 2009 who then came out with like the pyrotechnics the screens the dancers the outfit changes all of young money and that was back when like i didn't even know who Nicki minaj was and he brought her out oh, and drake yeah, yeah. and he had just signed him and stuff so it was like that and that was really the rock star era of you know little wayne made sure when you came to see little wayne it was a full production right. it was like going to see celine dion and mariah carey and how they were putting he on had, full production he had good help he had that he had people in place that made sure that his vision, his can, vision can come to that's that's but just, he's also a visionary like jeezy was a hood dude who showed up with 200 of his friends and stood on the stage yeah. and rapped his songs you know what i mean there's like there was like a major it just was super highlighted at that moment because you had like night and day but you know back also, back. That's it just true. comes apart they're just that. people that are phenomenal you can eat i mean there's three things if you're a great performer and your songs aren't that good but because you're such a good performer i'll rock with the song yeah yeah vice versa and then there's people slim few that could do both i'm gonna rock the show and you love the music as is so it's like you either got it or you don't some I mean, people got it that are successful but just, just are not good performers i've like, been i've been fortunate enough um working as a promoter the last couple of years to be able to see um some of the newer the newer artists coming up live and not having to pay to do it <clears throat> but some of them like i would have been like real upset if i bought tickets to their show like i'll tell you the worst worst offender was young ma and she's a super talented rapper 
but she came out and at the time she really only had ooh out and like a couple freestyles so she played that song twice and didn't really perform to it like she was doing a lot of like holding the microphone out to the crowd and letting the crowd sing along like with her track and i was like yo like if i had paid to be in the building tonight i would be real disappointed about where i spent my money because oh, it's not cheap to go see these people either. I Some see, people look I see what you're saying. Super cool, like too cool for school somewhat. Yeah, like, I mean, but then you go see Wu Tang, and it's nine people, well, eight up, uh, eight people, and then whoever else they bring out, because I mean, um, well, they that's, usually bring Capadonna and stuff, and it's like, like all rain. of them. That's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. No comparison. No, but it, like, but it is a comparison. But to prove the point, though, like, I, yeah. yeah, I get it, I get it. She, she, she pulled out the dagger. I mean, like, like no, because I said it about Little Wayne too. Like Little Wayne, like you could go see Little Wayne next to Wu Tang Clan, and he could hold his own in production value and and make you engaged. And well, that's not true. The last time I saw him, that man was definitely leaned out and did not even know that he was at Summer Jam. He was looking at the DJ like, "Where the f am I?" Because a lot of these dudes, believe it or not, even in rock and shows, still have stage fright. That gives them anxiety. It, hey, look. And they cope I with he- it in crazy ways. I, which I is hear not you. The, Here's the, okay. It's not the attention artists. Wave, but... Attention artists that are having that issue. Okay. We all have our vices. No one's no one's judging. For sure. Okay. But at the end of the day you still have a responsibility you still have to be a professional right you know also all i'm saying is just choose to hold off for a little bit and find something else that's more conducive to your situation as the professional that people are spending their money to come see you to come support to buy merch or whatever whatever it is you should not be shortchanging these people visually spiritually or physically when they're right there that's just that's just me but when you think about it it makes perfect sense You, you, you you know what i'm saying if you just did that all across the board I think a lot of people have less anxiety, they're able to, or at least be able to get over it faster, get through the performance, and once they're done, smoke they bud, drink they lean, drink whatever it is that they want to do, because at the end of the day, that's their temple, and whatever they decide to do with it, that's between them and... God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's between, that's between them and the energies that allow them to open their eyes. That's it. That's not my place. My place as an elder... Is to it's just to give the information yeah, yeah. so they therefore i can clear my conscience so like yo look senior g said it i you know and, and i wasn't saying it in a way that i'm talking at them i'm talking to y'all that's another difference but i just you think know. that a lot of the younger generation of artists and when i say younger generation it doesn't necessarily mean age because you got older artists that are as far as older in calendar years but is still young as artists as professionals Mm -hmm. you know i just think the younger generation of artists overall should be a little bit more receptive Receptive. but at the same time the people that's talking to them need to communicate a little better to them and more so talking to them and like i said instead of talking at them and make it more of a, a general conversation versus a scolding and and then there won't be 
as much combativeness. Peers to parents, like, and, and if someone gives you advice, it's, that's all it is. What you take of it is what it is, but it's not. It shouldn't shatter you or, or get you to the point that we're now you defensive. Like, oh, we won't, we gonna fight now. Thank you guys for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's your girl Vina Love, and you're listening to In the Field Radio on ninety one point three FM WVKR. <laughs> Welcome back to In The Field Radio. It's me, The Lady D. If you like what you're hearing on this show, please let me know. Hit us up uh, via website. There's a contact form on inthefieldradio.com. Or you can send us messages on our Instagram and Facebook. Both of those pages are In The Field Radio. You'll see the little microphone in the grass with the war helmet on. That's us. Myself and Aaron Boogie also have our respective Instagrams, T-H-E-E Lady underscore D, and at Aaron Boogie. Find us. Say hi. Just in case you missed it when I said it earlier, remember, we're on Monday nights at 10 p.m. And now Thursdays at 11 p.m. right here on 91.3 FM WBKR. I'm always up in the email taking music submissions. So make sure you put your name on it and name the track. And then you could send them to info at inthefieldradio.com. And I will listen to it. And if I think that my wonderful fan base will enjoy it, I will play it. Even if I don't personally enjoy it, if I think that y'all will enjoy it i'll play it okay that's it for now tell a friend to tell a friend thanks for hanging with those chicks on mondays and thursdays now (laughs) in the field radio 91.3 fm wvkr lady d good night